This is the Kimmick Podcast. And today we are talking about owls and hula hoops. That's supposed to be the sound of the hula hoops going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Hula hoops don't make sound, but they go whoosh, whoosh. Kind of whoosh. They do whoosh. They do whoosh. And some hula hoops have like sand in them or beads so they make like a oh, that's sound right. so some hula hoops do make sounds and that's true and we'll talk about that too about other sounds that hulas can make whoa i guess something like that yeah. we'll talk about all owls and hula hoops and we're like what does that have in common owls and hula hoops well i started thinking to of life how sometimes we do this, you know, we end up doing the same thing, going around in a circle and doing the same thing over, maybe making the same mistakes over and over and over. And sometimes you really need to be kind of like an owl and smarten up, especially when life circles are taking you to the same bad places over and over and over again to try and be smarter like you know they say owls are like one of the smartest birds and um maybe be a smart bird to you know find ways to get out of that vicious circle especially if it's things that don't make you happy i mean there is a lot of us that just go around in the world and we just keep doing things that really are not good for us or it doesn't make us happy at all and i think in order to Kind of figure out, just take some time alone and figure out what is it that really, really, really makes you happy. It's got to be something that you find that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So mine's always been music. I find myself going there a lot of times whenever I'm stressed or just, I don't know, tired or feel feel down on myself. I find myself going to music to really kind of break out of that bad circle of self-doubt and you know self-loathing and all that. Mm. That's exhausting. You know, it is. want to go there, you know. I always find music is very healing. Yeah. Like it can make you feel comforted and all that good stuff. Well, you don't feel alone. Yeah. You can always find a song about anything. There's songs about um, you know, people struggling and in that they're they're writing a song to get that struggle out of them and put it on display and heal from it. And mm-hmm. you can relate to that, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And you don't feel so alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And no matter what, there's people that can relate to you who go through things that are similar to you. Mm-hmm. And you can find those types of people. A lot of times, if you are into music... You can go to events that are connected to said music that you're into. And a lot of times you can find people that are like you. Yeah. And that can be really helpful, too. It's nice because I love going to shows when you see a lot of times a lot of different people there. Dress different, mm-hmm. look different, maybe different ages. But you're all there for that one artist and you connect. Yeah. And you, yeah. 
And you feel rejuvenated after that. Oh, absolutely. So I'm actually going to go into my first song on this topic. Okay. So over the weekend, well, a week before, my best friend's dad passed away. So she's been going through a lot of hardships. Well, she just got back from dealing with a lot of like preparations for his funeral and things like that. And she had some tickets to an EDM show. Now, EDM is not really my cup of tea necessarily. I mean, I like all types of music. Maybe say what it is. Just It's electronic dance music. Okay. It's what EDM is. Just for those who don't know. Yeah. And it's not necessarily my cup of tea is not what I gravitate towards, Mm -hmm. but I do like all types of music. And she didn't want to go alone and I had the day off. And so I was like, you know what? I'll go with you. So we went and had a really lovely time, actually. But it was just fun because, again, there was just all types of people there and everyone was having a good time and the vibes were immaculate. Everyone was just, you know, chilling, having a good time there to see artists that they really loved. Granted, I did not know hardly any of the artists, but I was just there with my best friend and I had a really, really good time. And we danced and we had fun and it was just a really good experience that I feel like it was good for my friend who really needed to have a chance to heal from all of the things that she's been dealing with all week long. And that's like the magical thing about music. Reminds me of when I was in at the university, um, a lot of times on Fridays, they would have just a random band, be a local band or whatever that's just putting on a show. At, you just go out, sit on the lawn, bring a blanket, and it was great. You could listen to all kinds of new music. So that, that when you're just speaking about going to shows, you you know you had no clue who was playing. Um, a lot of times, just by the end of the week, especially if I wasn't working, if I wasn't DJing, like I would fill in for a guy. My shift wasn't on Friday nights, but I would fill in a lot of times so he could go home and uh, he it was a ways away from us. So he would have to, you know, get mm-hmm. in a car and drive. Um, but I would cover his shift. But when I wasn't, they would have in the summertime, when it was nice out, they would have bands out on the lawn and you just grab your blanket, you know, maybe down a, down a brew, you know, have have a beer and then mm. walk over because I was on campus anyway, so there was no driving for me. But just bring a blanket. And it was so nice. You know, we'd like have lollipops or something yeah. and just sit on the lawn and just listen. It would be whatever. Might be bluegrass, might be blues, might be whatever it was. It was great. Well, and like Love one it. of the things that I found was really interesting, too, because this was my first experience at an EDM concert, an EDM festival. So I've listened to bits here and there. And like I said, I like pretty much everything. So if it's got a good beat and it grooves, I'm happy. But it was really interesting to see the scope of a lot of the artists. Because there was one artist who played, I think it was like guitar, but it was like blues guitar. But he also had his beats on the back and had like a backup band. But he was just jamming on the guitar and that artist was two feet who I, I do really enjoy. So I had my friends send me all the names of all the groups that I liked throughout the night. And then there was another, there was a hip hop artist called Armani White. And he, I guess is kind of famous now. 
I don't know. Sounds familiar, but actually. He was but. really good. <laughs> so there was like blues and hip hop. And then the one song I picked was from the headliner Grizz, who plays saxophone with his music. And it was really, really cool, actually. Like he had a trumpet player and a trombone player as well. But it was actually really cool. And it gave me a lot of like ska reggae vibes, cool. which. Being a kid who grew up with punk and ska, I can relate to. So the song that I picked is called Feel No Pain. And it's exactly about that. Like when you listen to music, it helps. It's like a salve on on, on a your, wound. It is. Yeah. And yeah. I've been jabbing to this song all week. So nice. that's my first pick is Feel No Pain by Grizz. Feel No Pain by Grizz. That's G-R-I-Z. G-R-I-Z. Yes. It was fun. It's really fun. A lot of the videos he has are like animated, which is really fun. Oh, cool. But I just love it. Like a screen there? Oh, yeah. There was a screen. So the venue that it was at was opened by Meow Wolf. Which oh, that's right. Makes that's right. the like weird artsy interactive museums. So we have a Meow Wolf in Denver and they opened up a music venue and that's where it was at. So there was like just random art pieces everywhere, but the stage was really cool. So they had, you know, screens and lasers and fireworks and all kinds of things. Oh, that sounds fun. All kinds of groovy things, you know. Is it pretty pricey to go there, I wonder? I think so. I mean, the it was for the show because it was like a three day long festival. Oh, that's right. But and it was like an all day festival. I mean, we went for a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, we were there for about six hours. Yeah. But we weren't even there for the whole day. So, but they had like food trucks. They had the whole nine yards. That's because we went shopping. We did go shopping. Shopping. Well, I didn't even know that I was going to go until, like, right before I was going. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, sure. But I'm glad I went. It was really fun, and it was a good experience. It was outside of my box of what I usually listen to. and I just always good. It is. And I do, as I said, I do love everything. I love music. If it makes people happy and makes you move, like, I love music. But... Even then, you know, there are things that I just listen to on repeat. I have my little comfortable rut that I like. Mm -hmm. But it was good to get out of my little box. Very nice. Well, I'll pick my songs. Mine as well. So the first song I picked is Hula Hoop by Luna. And it came out in 2021. And this is a Japanese uh, version or Japanese song by the... K-pop group Luna. A yeah. Japanese single by the K-pop group Luna. That's, that's what I've been trying to say. Okay. <laughs> I got yes. you. Yes. yes. Hula Hoop by Luna. Okay. Hula Hoop by Luna. I love that song. So catchy. It's so fun. It's so happy. Happy song. And then 
I'm just going to mention this other hula hoop song. It's the hula hoop song by Teresa Brewer. You guys should check out it. It's came out in 1958 and that's a lot of fun. And when you listen to that song, it makes you want to watch one of those, uh, those high school beach shows, like with Frankie Avalon, you know, something, I don't know. Something that would have shown in the drive-in in 1958. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you can check her out. I, I, you, you, we can only pick three songs, so sometimes it's hard to narrow it down. Hmm. But anyway, I liked Luna. <laughs> I like the I like, song by yeah. them a lot. I like the Luna song. So I picked a word of the week. Okay. It's obfuscate. O-B-F-U-S-C-A-T-E. And it means to make something unclear or hard to understand deliberately you know so you take like a simple idea and you make it complicated in describing it you know in order to confuse people so um i used it in a sentence do not obfuscate the issue with irrelevant details i think we all know someone like that yeah and it's from the latin prefix ob which means over or uh, completely and fuscus, fuscus is to darken, to figuratively darken, darken over what you're trying to describe. So it reminds me of the word obscure, which yeah. also it probably yeah. comes from a similar it root probably word. Probably does, but that's how I'm going to remember it is by remembering obscure because yeah. that's what you're doing is you're obscuring the details. Yeah. Yeah, obfuscating the details. And I started thinking even in the realm of like hula hoops, sometimes simple, uh, simple answers to get out of uh, that cycle, that bad cycle sometimes can be really easy, but we tend to complicate it Mm -hmm. and like add kind of, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, it might be, might be a simple solution but we tend to overthink and complicate it more than it than it needs, needs to, be. to be. Yeah. 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 Not, not belittling anybody who's trapped in something that's awful because sometimes it's hard to get, really get out of a cycle. I, I did that with a marriage. So, and I was in it for a long time. I went the same cycle around and around and around and around and around until it's just like this is not healthy for either of us, for mm-hmm. any of us. So, um, and actually, once I set my mind on ending that bad cycle, it was actually relatively hard and easy all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Really, I made it more complicated than it needed to be. I think but. what makes things difficult is the emotions. Very. That's the hard part. Very. But actually doing the thing is kind of easy. Once you get out of your own way, yeah, then it's relatively easy well no matter what you're going through in life if you're miserable it's never a good place to be i I don't care if it's you know you're there for the money you're there for the fame you're there for whatever if it's really causing you to live a miserable life it's nothing is worth that to me nothing nothing think about it you know really think Mm. about it yeah it's hard because i'm sure like billions of us work work jobs and things that we really don't like because we can't do the things that we'd love to do. And it's frustrating. Um, 
but where there's a will, there's a way. Like even Steve Jobs uh, had a love for stuff. And, you know, he says, sometimes just asking, you'll be surprised what open, what doors open mm-hmm. for you by just putting yourself out there. Yeah, you might, you might be laughed at and they might say, no, you're ridiculous. But it might turn out for you like he was 12 years old or something and he wanted to build this technology thing. And he went to uh, like, uh, was it JP Morgan, like the CEO of them. And and they had like leftover stuff that they just gave him. And he ended up getting a summer job because he's like, wow, this 12 year old has got this kind of brain. You know, I want I want you in the company. And yeah, he goes, and all it took was me to be brave enough to ask. So sometimes that's all it takes. It's true. So I picked some facts about owls. Mm. <laughs> so the eye of an owl, the eyes of an owl are not true eyeballs. What? Their tube-shaped eyes are completely immobile and providing binocular vision, which fully focuses on their prey. So they can't, they, you know, like we move our eyeballs around and stuff. Theirs is fixed. So they have to move their head in order to see anything. So but it also boosts uh, depth perception, which is something you and I don't have. I don't have very... any depth perception. <laughs> yes. yes. That is a fact. Yeah. So we are unlike the owls in that. <laughs> yeah, no, I have zero depth perception and my spatial awareness is no bueno. Yeah. Well, if it's hereditary, I know where you get it. Uh, thanks. So. so basically we're saying when you said owls don't have eyeballs, I was like, they don't have eyes. They, they have, have eyes, eyes, but their eyes ball. are not in the shape of a ball. No. So it is not- like this too. Yeah. They are tube-shaped eyes yes. and are completely immobile. Just like binoculars. When you think about binoculars, yes. that's how they are. Yeah. So they have to turn their heads totally in order to see where mm. we can just move our eyeballs and see at least, you know, yeah, the see side of peripheral. our... peripheral. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. But when you said they don't have eyeballs, I was like, they it's don't kind have of eyes? But, you know... Way they really kind of they don't. have eyes. They're just not in a ball shape, not and they cannot balls. move their eyes. Yeah, it makes me think of insects. A lot of insects cannot move their eyes. Yeah, which is why they usually have like the dome of like different fractals. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. flies and yeah, bees and such. They have the, like the dome fractals. Yeah, so you can see like different images. Yeah, so they can yeah. see yeah. everything all at once. Yeah. That's interesting. Like a crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then owls can rotate their he- their necks 270 degrees. And it's a blood pooling system that collects blood to power their brains and eyes when neck movement cuts off circulation. So it actually does cut off the blood circulation Weird. to their brain and eyes. But they have a blood pool. And I'm like... Man, humans should have a blood pool for when their circulation doesn't quite work. It pools, but it doesn't, like, rejuvenate I would love to have a blood pool for when I'm sitting too long in a weird position. And then, you know, the pins and needles. Mm. It's not a good feeling. It really isn't. Although I could imagine it would be an even worse feeling if that was my brain. 
Yeah. A tingly brain. Me, 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 me. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds scary. It's a good thing you can't feel your brain. You know it that? Is. You cannot feel your brain. Are you sure? Yes. You get a brain ache. A brain freeze? Yes, but it's not like you could feel it. Brain freeze. Yeah, you but that feel. is a sensation. But it's not like your actual brain. Okay. You've seen I'll those videos of we like go brain forever. surgeons where they're mm-hmm. oh yeah, they're like poking they're way in and yeah. Yeah. They're like they're talking right to the person uh, while they're poking around in their yeah, cranium. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Lobotomies. You can't feel your brain. A group of owls is called a parliament. Oh, that's so regal. And this originates from C.S. Lewis' description of a meeting of owls in the Chronicles of Narnia. No way. So, as magical as C.S. Lewis is. Yeah. I've been really wanting to reread The Magician's Nephew. This is completely off topic. but I love C.S. Lewis. I've been, because I remember you reading The Magician's Nephew to me when I was really little. So, my memory of the book itself is hazy at best but i remember the feelings i got when i when you read it to me mm-hmm. so i want to reread it well my uh childhood friend in grade school and junior high uh was a huge chronicles of narnia fan mm-hmm. the lion the witch and the wardrobe was her favorite book ever and that's what got me hooked on that so yay great books Owls hunt other owls. What? They sound like buttheads. You know, cannibals. Great horned owls are the top predator of the smaller barred owl. Yeah, I guess I don't know if they eat them, but they'll kill them. Mm. So that's kind of creepy. Interesting. The tiniest owl in the world is the elf owl. Yes, I know. They're so cute. Which is five to six inches tall. And weighs about one and a half ounces. Oh, so cute. And the largest North American owl in appearance is the great the great gray owl, which is up to 32 inches tall. Holy smoke, that's almost three feet. See, if, if there are listeners out there that are close to my age, around like 27, like anywhere from like 27 to probably about like 30, 32, you probably read the Guardians of Gahul series as a child. Mm-hmm. I know I did. And the Guardians of Gahul said nothing about owl cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did not realize they would do that. that but I don't know. That's, hostile that's towards each other. That's interesting. Yeah. But I did learn about all kinds of owls by reading those books. I love owls. I love owls too. Barn owls swallow their prey whole. Delicious. Skin, bones, and all. Mm. And they eat up to a thousand mice a year. Cool. Yeah. Get those little mice. That's right. They, they, like, puke up the pellets. Yeah. Because it's all the undigested crap that, like, comes back up. Yep. It's fun. I have owls outside my window. I've been having them outside my window at night, like, for the last week or two. And I was wondering, because it sounds like there's a baby in there. I, I don't know. But there was two owls talking to one another. And then there was this sort of like. No, I could have a baby. It's, I mean, it's a little late in the season, but. 
I don't know, but I, I laid awake because it's full moon here, like tonight, tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow. Anyway, um, I don't sleep well. It's like three. Yeah, days. the werewolf in me was definitely up. I'm laying in bed and I kept hearing this. And then, it was like, sound like the dad and the mom and the little baby, like, hey, get me some food. Yeah, maybe it was. It was cute. Pray. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I'll pick my second song. Might as well go for it. I picked Fly By Night by Rush. <laughs> I love this song. Um, it, it kind of, to me, really fits like getting out of a bad situation or whatever. And sometimes you got to kind of change your life and start over and everything, um, you know, and to be happy in, in order to, to survive and fly out of a bad situation. So Fly By Night by Rush, and it came out in 1975 off the Fly By Night album. And it has an owl on the cover. Well, there you go. Look at that. Perfect. Fly by night. See? Go! Fly by night by Rush. And it's such an awesome band. I always loved Rush. They're really good. They're, just, They're really good. Yeah. Giddy Lee's just, I, he's got such a distinctive voice, but I absolutely love his voice. Love it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Rush songs. So, yay for Rush. Okay, what is your song? What's your second song? So, my second, second song, song is a song that just came out off the new MXPX album. Ooh, I hear it's really good. It is really good. And this is, the name of the song is This Is What You Said. And it's a really, I love Mike's lyrics. He's a great lyricist. He's a fantastic lyricist. And it's just about, you know, picking yourself back up in the morning and trying to, like, do your best. And sometimes things kind of don't go the way you think. But to just keep trying and things will get better. And it's a good reminder of that. And tomorrow's always a new day. Mm -hmm. Um, Even Tabitha. Uh, Brown, the Brown, yeah, was saying, "Okay, so you didn't get done what you were supposed to get done today, but you know, hey, that happens. I'm not here to call you out. I'm not here to do them point fingers or anything. But she goes, just remember, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, and it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't meant to be done that that day. Yeah, if you kind of look at things that way, it's easier than to sit there and kick yourself over things you haven't done." Because I know all about that. Mm-hmm. You just say it wasn't meant to be done on this day. It, it's meant to be done in the future. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. You know, do what you can. Be kind to yourself. So. so, so this is this is what you said by MXPX. Go. And I apologize, I got the name of the song wrong. The name of the song is This Is What You Told Me, not This Is What You Said. By MXPX. (laughs) Off their new album, Find A Way Home. Sid told me. Sid told me. It just came out, I think, this week. Yeah, yeah. This week or the last week. It just started streaming. So I apologize. I've listened to it all the way through 
once. So I'm getting familiar with the songs. But I really, really like this one. I really, really like the lyrics. And that's off the album, Find a Way Home. Mm -hmm. This is their brand new album that came out a couple weeks ago, this week, this month, this week, this year. I don't know. What is time? (laughs) Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. stuff. Yeah. But it's really good. I highly recommend you listen to their new album, Find a Way Home, because it's really good. Just my little punk heart is so happy. <laughs> oh, so we'll go back and forth. I, yes, I've got owl um, facts and hula hoop facts. So right. we'll do a few hula hoop facts. Let's go. Uh, the invention of the hula hoop goes back to ancient Egypt around 1000 BC. Oh, Egyptian children would play with hoops made of dry vines. And the hoop was popular in both Greece and Rome. And the Greeks decorated their big metal hoops with bells. So when they do it, you'd hear bells. Remember, we were talking about sound. Uh-huh. They had bells on there. So That's I, super I thought that was cool. kind of a cool idea. Huh. Yeah. So. Bells. Can, can you hula hoop? Not worth a hoot, nanny. Not worth a hoot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not worth a hoot. That's for sure. I don't have the hip action. You got to have good hip action. I can do it for about two, and then it falls down around my ankles. So, ah. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I could not walk in hula at the same time, like it Jimin from BTS. He's good. But. There's several Two Days, One Night episodes where they have challenges with hula hoops and walking. And uh, some are definitely better at it than others. I can hula hoop and walk. Whoa. It takes, you have to time it right. It takes a certain rhythm. But I can I can hula hoop really, really well. And I can, I can hula hoop forever. Nice. Walking is, it's tricky because you have to find a certain rhythm. So symbolic hoop dance was popular in ancient cultures of Asia, Africa, and South America. Hmm. So that was pretty cool. It's kind of neat. In October 2007... Chinese Ling Ling Jin broke the record twirling 105 hoops at the same time, which I saw a picture of, and man, that's impressive. I don't know how they do that. Wow. It's crazy. I could just manage one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It says, World Hoop Day is officially the first Saturday of every October. So, this Saturday, the the Saturday of October, the the first Saturday of October is National or World Hula Hoop Day. Wow. Hoop day. Hoop, hoop day. day. It's called hoop. So interesting. Yeah. And the largest hula hoop has a uh, dimension of 16 feet and 6.7 inches, which Good. is huge. Look at that. Yeah. And that hula hoop was made of carbon fiber. Mm. You can only get, I think, the the record is like three rotations. You can do like three rotations with something that big because it's just, it's just, it's just so huge. You know, you'd really have to give it a throw. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Wow. So back to some owl facts. Mm. Okay. The northern saw-wet owls can travel long distances over large bodies of water. One showed up 
70 miles from shore near uh, New York, Monta New York. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I don't know how they could do that without resting. Without getting tired. Yeah. That sounds exhausting. Interesting. And not all owls hoot. Barn owls make hissing sounds. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And the eastern screech owl whinnies like a horse. <laughs> you think it's an owl, or you think it's a horse, but it's really an owl, you know? Wow. It whinnies like a horse. Isn't that funny? So if you're, if you're out in the you know woods at night trying to go to the bathroom or something, you're camping, and you hear this, <laughs> it just might not be a, it might not be a horse. And saw wet owls sound like an old wet zone sharpening a saw. So, you know, that sound of, isn't that weird? Hence the name. That's where they get their name from. They sound like a a whetstone sharpening a saw. What I always found interesting was, because we lived out in the prairie for a long time, where there's no trees. So, typically, owls live in trees. But out where we lived, we had burrowing owls. And I always thought that was super cool that there is a type of owl that actually lives underground. Mm -hmm. So we would get burrowing owls out there a lot. Yeah. That's always pretty cool. I know. So let's see. Back to Hulas. In 1957, Whammo Toy Company founders Richard Nur and Arthur Spud Melin. Spud melon? Spud melon. It's Spud looks melon. Like Spud. His nickname was Spud. Oh! Arthur. Quote unquote. Nickname Spud, Spud melon. melon. Gotcha. Learned uh, that kids in Australia twirled bamboo hoops around their waist in gym class. And within a year, Whammo had created a hollow hoop out of Philips Petroleum's newly developed plastic Marlex. Hmm. Marlex. Marlex. <laughs> An estimated 25 million hula hoops were sold in its first four months of production alone. Wow. So that was pretty impressive. I mean, I had a hula hoop as a kid. I loved mine, but I wasn't good at it. That's but I fine. loved it. So. I'll just go ahead and go back to the owls and then we'll be done with it. The oldest owl fossils are dated 50 to 60 million years ago. The oldest owl on record, which is called the, oh boy, Ogigoptinx, lived in what is now Colorado around 61 million years ago. Wild. Isn't that crazy? It is Colorado. I mean... Dinosaurs and birds have been linked and related for years, so that isn't necessarily surprising. Not really. But yeah, a little but surprising. I just thought that was pretty cool that the oldest one is found, you know, Colorado. Right here in our backyard. And a baby owl is called an owlet. Which so always says so cute. Owlet. So, so I'm going to say one joke before we go into a song. Okay. Sounds like a plan. What type of books do owls like to read? What? Who done it? Cute. Cute, cute, cute. Oh, I better, maybe I should say one more since I have so many jokes. Okay, one more, one more. Where are owls that commit crimes sent as punishment? 
don't know. Alcatraz. <laughs> Did you know that Alcatraz means pelican? Well, Alcatraz might mean owl, not pelican. There Maybe it's an owl pelican. I don't know. Owl don't know. pelican. <laughs> so you pick your last song first. My last song first? Yeah. So my last song first is a single that was recently released by Big One, but it features Dohanse, who was the rapper for Victon. Victon recently okay. disbanded a couple months ago, okay. which I've been following Dohanse for a while now because I, I think he's a really talented rapper and a really awesome artist. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned before, I picked one of his songs off of his solo mini album, yeah, Public Enemy, which was more of like a punk song, which really took me by surprise because <laughs> generally he's a rapper. Super talented rapper. Really enjoy his rapping, and I do enjoy Victon, so I was sad when they disbanded. Yeah, me too. But since then, he's been doing a lot of, like, solo stuff, and he seems very happy, so I'm happy for him. And recently, he did this project with Big One and Dive, so he features on this track. But the track of the song is pop punk, and... It's such a punk song, and I love it. Like, that was the whole vibe, because Dohanse is, like, a little punk kid. Mm-hmm. So I relate to that deeply. And the video is super fun. It's them, like, playing in a skate park and hanging out. And it's a really cute song anyways. So this is Pop Punk by Big One, featuring Dohanse and Dive. Punk by Big One featuring Dohanse and Dive. A cute voice. They're very, very cute. They're very cute. (laughs) Nice. So I picked, uh, my last song is, I picked an Owl City song. You got to. You know, we're talking about owls. (laughs) You got to. I picked On the Wing by Owl City that came out in 2008 off the Maybe I'm Dreaming album. Mm. On the Wing. Let's go. On the Wing by Owl City. Cute. Who is AKA Adam Young. Yes. <laughs> he is the band. Again. The one man band. Again, so if you're, yes, if you're my age, you are very familiar with Owl City because he Love came to popularity so. through the MySpace music era. So if you're my age, you know Owl City. Yeah. Loved him from the first moment I ever heard him and still do. He's one of my favorites. So back to jokes. Mm-hmm. What's an owl's favorite rock group? The Who. The Who. <laughs> yes. Hey, she got one right. I guessed it. I was like, Ooh. the Who are you? <laughs> That's very owlish. <laughs> it is very owlish. <laughs> okay. What is a barn owl's favorite subject at school? Oh, I don't know. Algebra. Oh. <laughs> okay. Algebra. It is, it is algebra. Gotcha. <laughs> and why did the owl invite his friends over? Why? 
because he didn't want to be owl by himself. Oh, you know what I just thought of randomly? Well, not entirely randomly. There was a connection in there. Was the book Owl at Home? Oh, I love Owl at Home by Arnold Lobel. Tearwater Tea. Yes, is one of my favorites. I know when you said Owl by himself. Yes, I was like, yeah. Owl at <laughs> Home by himself. Didn't want to be Owl by himself. Oh. Owl by himself. That was a cornerstone of my childhood. Anyway, so continue. continue. Uh, this is this guy is like bought a hula hoop and it kept attacking people. Turns out it's a vicious circle. <laughs> I'd tell you a joke about the edge of a hula hoop, but you'd never hear the end of it. (laughs) Clever. I like it. Clever jokes. Very good, very good. Okay, so, yes, I am still watching Watcher, but I'm almost done. I am almost done. But I realized that there was one movie that I had not finished that was older than Watcher. Mm. I had started it quite a long while ago. Mm. So I ended up, well, not necessarily binge watching, but I did. It, there wasn't a whole lot of episodes. There's like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. But I ended up watching a mermaid uh, K-drama called, and it's old, it's like 2016, uh, called Legend of the Blue Sea. And mm-hmm. I really, really loved it. It, it starred uh, Lee Min-ho and uh, June Jae-hyun. Also known as Guiana June, I believe is how you pronounce it. And that was really, really good. I really, really liked it a lot. So, because it's still hot here. It's like, there's 95 today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And But I am getting to like more like mystery now that is starting to slowly, like we're in September tomorrow. And that's when we like to decorate for fall. Um so, yeah, I'm watching Watcher, but for some reason I just thought, well, The Legend of the Blue Sea is, is something that I've been trying to watch for a long time, so I'm just going to finish it. Because I already had, you know, probably about a fourth of it already done. And I really enjoyed it. It was it was fun to watch about mermaids. And, yeah. I started so. Tale of the Nine Tail <gasps> with Don I Luke. I love Tale of the Nine Tail. <laughs> I have not watched the second season it's yet. So good. I do yeah. want to. I I was thinking about starting a drama and I didn't know what to start. I was like, well, I like Dong Wook, so and it's been on my list forever. So I'm like, ah, I'll just I'll just start it. I think I'm on episode eight. You're moving right along. It's really good. Because some of those episodes are long. Oh, they're all <laughs> An hour long. They're long episodes. But you don't even notice that it goes oh, by so really good. fast and all of a sudden it's like over. Like, it's well. So good. But I really enjoy Dong Wook as an actor. So. Me too. He's fabulous. Hey. So that's what I've been watching. And you were asking how old I am. He's 41. So. So. Hey, Dong Wook. He's so cute. <laughs> so that's all I got. All right, that is it for today. Owls and hula hoops. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is a wrap. And next week, we're going to talk about all things stickers. Stickers. Sticker. Sticker. Like a sticker. Like sticker. 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 <laughs> sticker. Yeah, stickers. Then Ooh. we will discuss 
our love, our deep love of stickers. And all things fun. <laughs> all things fun. As always, As here always. on the Kimmick Podcast, we talk about all things fun. Fun, fun. Mm-hmm. So everybody out there, please take care of yourself. We love you. Thank you so much for, for listening to us. And hope you're all doing well and that you get plenty of rest. Sing, sing, sing. Keep that coronavirus out of your lungs and sing. Mm-hmm. Even if you sound like an old owl. <laughs> sing anyway. Sing in the shower. Sing in the car. If everybody's like, quit singing, you're annoying. And just, you know, sing in the car. You can sing opera. I sing oh! in the car all the time. I sing in the car every day. Exercise those lungs. Yes. I sing all the time. I sing in my head. I sing in my dreams. I sing out loud. I drive everybody nuts. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. So at least I can sing on key. Most days. Unless I have a cold. There you go. But that's understandable. And we will talk to you guys next week. Yep. This um, has been the Kimmick Podcast. Wow. <laughs> I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.